When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And on this month's episode, we're kicking things off with a brand new single from Beck and Phoenix. This song is called Odyssey. Take my time to find my mind. Don't have time. Go back to zero. Wait for yesterday. Summer days, flowers waste. I'm on fire. Welcome to your life. Don't look the other way. Our wheels of fortune run the course across the track. If only I could feel the warmth across my back. Then I treasure most. Then I wreck the most. Then I feel this close. Don't look the other way. Well, if there was ever a collaboration that was just destined to, to one day happen, it's perfect. You know, when you think about it, like, yeah, man. yeah of course, of course, they're going to collaborate together. That's, <laughs> that, that makes total sense. Yeah. Like with the, I mean, really the trajectory of both bands over the years. Well, Beck, if you want to say Beck as a band, but you know, Beck as yeah, the sure. artist and yeah. Phoenix as the group, like I've been a huge fan of both of these artists forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you really remember, like, in, like, the United days, back in that album that came out in 2000, Phoenix, they were still poppy, but they weren't like they are now. And, of course, Beck has been all over the map for years, but he's been slowly, ever since, like, maybe modern times, he's slowly been creeping towards that, you know, pop Sound. Poppy dancey kind of Super, stuff, yeah, yeah. I mean, Beck is just—he's one of those artists that can that can do just about any genre, any style. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? And we've—I mean, we covered 
one of his early, early records, right? Actually, I think we've done at, at least a couple episodes on Beck. We did Sea Change, right? Yeah, I think we did one. Foot. And we did one that was like a like a folky kind of thing. Yeah, One Foot in the Grave came out in '94. So who is he collaborating with on that one? Uh, you talking about the dude on the left? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a back okay. album, but it was his early, early stuff. Yeah, when he was super, he was dirty blues, you know, like yeah, nitty yeah. gritty blues. But yeah, man, uh, they've got a tour coming up together, and so in like anticipation of the tour, they dropped this single. So, does that mean a full album of materials coming out, or is Beck just like they're know, opening man. for Beck, or vice versa? Is that what? Is that? What's I mean, going it's on? like a it's a double, a, a double, double headliner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, co-headlining tour. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. I mean, that's the thing about these two groups is you know either one could join the other on stage and perform. Some tracks, you know. I mean, how cool would it be to, to have, like, Phoenix as Beck's backing band or something? Oh, I bet they're going to do all kinds of that'd stuff, be, dude. Yeah, that'd be dope. If it's a co-headlining tour. They're going to be that's all cool. over it. Yeah, that'd be, that, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, man. Well, that was cool. Good way to start the show. For sure. This is our August episode. Uh, happy birthday, Q. I think we uh, teased it last episode that our birthday would be falling in between yeah. recordings, and it, it sure did. It sure did. That's how time works. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we actually are recording this just a few days after our birthday. Um, so it's not yet August at the time of this recording. Um, but, you know, another year came and went. Inching towards 40. <laughs> Slowly inching. But still, still a ways away, yeah. Let's see how long we can keep it going, Q. We need to be saying happy birthday on this podcast for at least another five years. Gotta hit gotta hit forty. I think we can make it happen. I think so too. And dude, by that time I can have my son Ronan on as a guest. Mm. He'll he'll be he'll be speaking sure. at four. <laughs> Maybe we could have a little segment where he tells a he tells a joke or something. Dude, he's that guy cracks me up, man. He's starting to do it on purpose too, which is awesome. Well, I'm gonna be staring face to face with you, Q, in in a little less than a month here. So I can't maybe we wait, can man. flip the mic on and, and record a little something, something. I thought about while it we're, while we're together. Not a full episode necessarily, but you know, while we're together, we should do something. We got to you know? do something, dude. Yeah. All right, we'll see. All right, so this is, you know, the same format that it has been all year. This is our monthly mixtape. We each bring five tracks to the table, any decade, any genre. That's basically the rules. Thank you. Let me tell you something. My my what you heard cup overfloweth this month. I got Dude, I've got, I got really a good ones too, man. I got a ton of stuff. So I'm going to have to, you know, depending on what you play, I might I might mix it up a little bit, but I've got I've got a few that I'm definitely going to play, and then we'll see what happens. Because uh, remember, I, I messaged you the other day. I was like, dude, I got a great track for you. You were pretty excited about it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to play it or not. I guess it depends on what I play, huh? It could be an outro track. I definitely want to play it. I just okay. I don't know if I want to give up one of my, my coveted five spots for this track. But maybe we'll have it as the outro if I don't play it. But either way, uh, I believe you are up first this month, Q. I think I'm just going to go straight into another super exciting single that okay. was recently released 
from Slow Dive. And hey, when Slow Dive puts something out, you got to listen to it. There you got to listen to it. There are, you know, if there was a Mount Rushmore of shoegaze, they would be on that. Hands they're down, like, right? they're like one of the top, like the goats, you know, of the genre. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like they really, I don't want to say redefined themselves, but what they did with their self-titled like comeback album mm-hmm. that came out, I think 2017. Uh, I think we did an episode, a full episode on we that. We did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so cool, dude. To that because they, they didn't release anything. I think they legitimately split up, and they didn't drop anything for twenty years. You know, and it's just so cool that they're back. Like the band is back, the full group is back, and they're they're making music again. It makes me happy, dude. And I I know that they've got a full length on the way. I just don't know much more about it when it's coming, but that's. It doesn't matter, dude. All we know, all we have to know is the only thing that matters is Slow Dive is making new music. And here is a single that they dropped on June 20th. This song is called Kisses. So tell me, is this different than their self-titled stuff? A little bit. It's a little okay. cleaner. Yeah, but... it's, yeah. It's uh, it's got sort of a um, I don't know, sort of like a like a I don't want to say new wave, but like a darker uh, and yeah, pop kind of sound to dark it. wave. Dude, let's let's just say dark wave. dark wave. Sure. <laughs> um, I love the reverb. That nice clean reverb. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely different from their from their you know early '90s stuff, but it's it's a progression of of their self-titled from from 2017. Okay, it's great, dude. I love I love their harmonies together. So you know, in terms of like, is it or is it not shoegaze? I wouldn't call it shoegaze at all. Maybe dream pop. I mean, <laughs> if we want to have Let's that not discussion even go there again, again, dude. I'm just saying, you know, the vocal delivery is. At least her vocal delivery, you know, kind of. Rachel maybe, Goswell. Yeah, Rachel Goswell maybe touches, you know, on on the, some of the shoegaze tropes. But aside from that, um, it's just a solid kind of clean alt-rock track, you know. If you had to put it somewhere. I mean, they're, they're the OGs, brother. <laughs> they're one of the shoegaze OGs, dude. So whatever it is, it's shoegaze. That's the funny thing. It's like, well, you know, because it's slow dive. Like you just want to put them in in the shoegaze uh, camp, you know. You like you just like you you assume it's shoegaze. It's like, well, this is slow dive. Like the anything they do is shoegaze. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know, if you wanted to really get it's down, it's in their blood, dude. To it, yeah. But it's not. You know, there's no wall of sound, right? There's no wall of sound, but that's okay. It, not every shoegaze track has to be uh, loveless, you know. Well, we you know we did a whole episode on doomgaze, which is a darker slower form of shoegaze this wouldn't go that far but you know somewhere in between maybe because it's a little bit darker which i like but yeah good stuff uh, definitely something to look forward to so when's the record coming out september 1st it's called everything is alive so we got a few months or well <laughs> we have a month since this episode came out in august that's exciting yeah i'm sure they'll put out a couple more singles between now and then but I hope uh, so, man. yeah good stuff uh well since we're we're in the business of rapid fire now, Q, because we did that last month, no point in dilly dallying, Q. We're just gonna jump right into my first pick, and I've got a great I've got a great one. So, um, you know, since we're talking about shoegaze, there is another uh, great band that I discovered earlier this year. They actually were on my my January um, what you heard picks. So this is the second time that uh, this this artist has appeared on this podcast this year. But they just put out a new record, or I should say, yeah, they just put out a new record because it came out July 28th, um, which was just a few days ago, right, Q? Um, <laughs> but PF... Okay, I'm going to see if I can pronounce it correctly. I probably butchered it last time. Pia Fraus, or Frau, I don't know. Either way, this is a, a dream pop slash shoegaze group from Estonia that formed in 1998. So they've been around for, for a while. Not as long as Slow Dive, but for a while, right? Um, and they, they just put out a new record. And I've heard, by the time this episode drops, I'll for sure have listened to the whole record. But I've listened to the four singles that had dropped at the uh, recording of this episode and man it's great dude so i'm gonna queue up one of the singles off this upcoming record <laughs> past and present dude it's not it's way harder <laughs> it's hard to do that because we, we we're keep, not recording every week now <laughs> we, we, yeah we keep playing these uh albums that literally drop like days before the episode drops anyway here we go this band again is called pia Fraus, and this song is called fog on the hills Winter time is over. 
That was awesome, man. That was maybe the most subtle use of Kevin Shields' slide guitar method that I've ever heard on a shoegaze record, and it's really done really well. Dude, thank you for noticing that, because yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I heard too. And I thought that was so cool, because it's like, they're, they're still giving us that shoegaze sound, but it's very like subdued, you know, and like soft. Yeah. And, it, it's and, like letting up despite great faults. Yeah, and muted, or, right? Or uh, the sound carriers even, which they're not a shoegaze band, but you know, like it's yeah. got that very classic, yeah. um, like 70s, maybe 60s mm-hmm. pop sound. That was great, dude. Yeah, it's it. just, you know, we're, if you're a shoegaze fan, like you're primed to hear it, you know, like when you hear it. Yeah, right, right. So even when it's like, very subtle like that it's like oh yeah. there it is thank you for you know it's like a it's like a nod to it you know without being it you know what i mean yeah uh anyway i'm really looking forward to this record it's out right now go listen to it it's called evening colors it should be on spotify um you can also listen to it on Bandcamp. obviously i don't have to say that you guys know where to find <laughs> music anyway so that was pia frouse that was called evening actually the, the, the song was called fog on the hills and I'm going to pass it back to you, Q. Where do we go from here? We got two two back-to-back shoegaze. So are we going to mix it up a little bit here? A little bit, dude. But this is a perfect segue. Okay. All right. So and I, so I just found out a, a bit more about this band. I was trying to figure out why they popped up in my Spotify. So the group is called Polaris. <laughs> and when I said, yeah. And when I saw an album cover that I didn't recognize by a band called Polaris, I got super excited because I thought, you know, the band from The Adventures of Pete and Pete were, had reunited. Well, they did put out a single in 2017 called Great Big Happy Green Moonface. Oh, well, maybe that should be our outro. So I didn't oh. know that. I mean, it's all right. Is this not the band? Is this the band that you... No. Is no, this no. a different Polaris? This is a different Polaris. Too. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a different Polaris. They're a Japanese rock group formed in 2000 uh, by a duo. It's a duo. Uh, and one of them, Yuzuru Kashiwabara, was also the bassist for Fishmans, which is another group I've brought probably sometime last year or the year before, which I really, really liked. Um, so that's probably why they popped up on my Spotify, because I've heard stuff from members of the group before. Anyways, man, I just thought, you know what? This is funny. Polaris. It's not the Polaris that I know. Let's see what they're all about. And they're, dude, <laughs> they're this so is good. great, man. They're nice. so great. Um, they had to have known, right? That they were naming themselves after a iconic and beloved indie group, right? I mean, did the Adventures of Pete and Pete play in Japan? Was Nickelodeon, you know? Uh, probably. Those are great, great questions, Q. <laughs> so, and... Say hi to Mama Cat. She's making an appearance. Yeah, as per usual. Really just talking it up right now. So I, I will also say, now, apparently there's a Polaris from Australia as well. <laughs> okay, so they're all, there's lots of Polarises out there. Yeah, it's a metalcore band. Oh, God. So. All right, so this album is called Home. came out in 2002, and they've got 10-minute tracks, 11-minute tracks sprinkled in with, like, some songs that are less than a minute long and you don't realize that the songs are so long like they're just so pleasant mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's really cool and they, and they take them to you know different directions throughout the song 
we're gonna have to split this one up into two because it's okay. 11 and a half minutes long uh it's just wow, fucking, it's just a great track dude okay all right here we go this is polaris the song is called slow motion just came to me Q, and probably because i literally just read the name on an article that i was scrolling through but i feel like that could have that could have played on like a, a john hughes film really i could see that uh, no seriously i i'm literally i'm reading an article right now that mentioned the name john hughes so maybe that's why i'm saying that but like i could see that being like a you know during one of his like 
Dream Academy type scenes, you know? Yeah, he digs. He, he was a, a crate digger for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he, exactly. And he showcased some really under the radar new wave bands from the 80s. So, yeah. I mean, this came out in 2000, but yeah, dude, it does have that vibe. Very good background music. Very chill. Yeah. I love and Japanese I, rock, dude. Me there's too, such man. a. There, there's. Eh, that's one of those. Again, like. How would I have, you know, had exposure to Japanese rock bands back when we were growing up, you know? So there's we just so much out there. would have fly over to Japan. Yeah, or just, you know, stumble show. upon something. Well, you know, there could have been a flipping through the bins uh, in, in the U.S. There's This stuff pops up, right? But I'm just saying, like, it wasn't going to be anywhere near our radar, right? So yeah. it's just great to stumble upon uh, acts like this. You know, over the last few years... We brought so many Japanese shoegaze artists, Japanese math rock artists. There's just an endless supply of just Japanese rock bands out there that are amazing, you know. Yeah, man, for sure. They, and they've been doing it all along alongside. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, the whole time they've been there. If you want to have a great band, just use the name Polaris. I wonder how good the metalcore Polaris band is. You're going to have to give them a spin, dude. That's your weapons. I mean, I know you won't. So maybe I'll exactly. do that and I'll report back. All right, man. So that was Polaris. The song was called Slow Motion. Pass it back to you, brother. What you got? So what I was about to play, I'm going to hold on it just a little bit because I feel like we got to pick pick it up a little bit here. You know, maybe we can circle back to this kind of slow, chill vibe that we've been in. But I'm going to pick up the pace a smidge just to give us something to to bounce from here, Q, so that this mixtape can flow a little bit. Uh, Okay, so... I know you have your, and probably some other people listening, have problems with Reddit uh, lately, right? I will be uh, bringing it up okay, so, for one you know, of my, uh, my picks. Forgive me, Q, but as you know, I I posted on the vinyl subreddit a couple of weeks back because, you know, my, my record collection is growing and I have amassed a pretty good, maybe like 16... Um, really good 90s shoegaze grunge rock record. So I, I posted some pictures of my collection and got some pretty good uh, comments and reactions from people. And what I liked about it is a lot of people had some suggestions like, oh, you got to check out this band and that band. There's nothing like that subreddit, man. They're yes. one of the best. Yeah. And of course they delivered, right? So several people mentioned this group called Branston. B-R-A-N-D-T-S-O-N, Branston. Uh, so this was a another 90s, not not really a grunge band. They're more of like a um, emo in, in terms of like the second wave version of emo, right? Um, but they, they flirted with some, some heavier uh, guitar riffs and stuff, which made them, you know, kind of like somewhere between emo and grunge, I would say. But, you know, they would be considered a Midwestern emo band, right? Uh, so anyway, I'm just going to keep this track because it's, it's really good. And it is off their 1998 record, Letterbox. So again, this band is called Branston. And this song is called Day's End.
Yeah, that was great, dude. That was like a, a just a snapshot of rock in 98, like where it was heading. Yeah, where it was heading. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you could still hear that. You can hear that grunge influence on them, you know. That was cool, dude. I liked the, the way it was recorded, too. Like, it was sonically really pleasing with their, like, harmonizing and everything. But it had, you know, it did have kind of a a uh, rough around the edges uh, like production quality but yeah you could yes. hear you could hear some, some some like you can hear like if that was you know recorded at like a on a on a it, proper label you know like that could have sounded pretty pretty damn good if it had a better producer behind it it reminded me of uh bush's uh album what, what the chemical 16 between us. stone oh no. chemicals between us that wasn't the, the science name of, the, of science things? of things. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. I think that yeah, the science of things. That like the sound that that record had. Yeah, reminded me of that. Uh, when did it come out? Because I remember listening to it when it dropped. I it I bought made. it. I was one of the CDs I bought, dude. It must have been before Napster days. The science of things came out in nineteen ninety nine. So right around the corner from this record. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, that's this is kind of like the end. You know, the end of the nineties in terms of like the rock sound we're, we're we're beyond grunge we're heading into like 2000s era rock which is was, was something you know <laughs> something else <laughs> it was something. but but yeah you know the emo the third wave emo was about to kick off you know so anyway so that band was called branston that song was called days end off their debut 98 record letterbox okay i feel like we're still kind of slow i mean this was at least had some some fuzz and some 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 you know gain uh, it was kind of yeah it was kind of dragging on in the in the we got you know the tempo dude i got i got you i got to pick up the pace a bit although i will say you know back in phoenix had a nice upbeat tempo so at least we have a nice way to bring us in dragging this whole this whole episode but yeah what do you what do you got where do we go from here q all right man so yeah as you mentioned uh not a lot of love for reddit these days and you know what dude let me tell you, I still love Reddit. I love, <laughs> I, I loved that website, but it's dead to me now, and that's because of the CEO and what he. Q, I, did. I, I admire your, um, your uh, integrity. You know. Well, there, there was a mass exodus of users from Reddit to a lot of us ended up on Lemmy, and that's where I I migrated to. It's very similar format, uh, and so. Naturally, I started looking for subreddits that were similar. I say subreddits, dude, because I'm so used to it. They're called communities on Lemmy. Uh, and I found a shoegaze community. So, you know, right I, had to give him, I had to give him a spin, you know. And here's the thing, dude. Lemmy is, like, in its infancy. So it's kind of cool because you're also, like, part of the creation of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyways, so I just – I gave a few uh, – posts a listen just to see if like all right let's how do these guys compare to the gang on the old subreddit shoegaze subreddit and you know what this funny thing is most of the people from reddit have now hopped on to lemmy so it's going to be building up and it's going to be great dude all right so this is a group now this is not so much shoegaze as it is and i'm so glad you played this that last track dude it's uh, it's got some good emo vibes to me i'm just gonna okay. let, dude, let's, let's just let it speak for itself yeah this group is called happy diving they formed in 2013 really good mix of like 90s indie early 2000s emo a little bit of shoegaze 
great stuff dude um this album i'm playing a track from is called big world from 2014 this song is called mikey's world I liked it. So, a little bit of punk in there, you know, a mm-hmm. little bit, a little bit of emo. Mm-hmm. So that came out when? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I don't it. know much else about them, but I'm definitely gonna dive a little bit deeper. I'm gonna happy dive. Right we would have, we would have played them on on New Dust for sure, dude. Oh yeah, man. Um, that was our music blog, by the way. If you we just missed been listening them, long enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just missed them. I feel like. Yeah, because it well, the blog started what twenty fourteen, two thousand nine, two thousand nine. Say man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. We didn't. We weren't around for that long. I don't think. No, three Almost. four years. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So happy yeah, that diving. Was happy diving. The song was called "Mikey's Rules." Rapid fire back to you, brother. Pew pew pew. All right, Q. I'm gonna play. A, I got a great, great segue. Uh, now this is a. It's another '90s band. This is an indie indie band from the '90s, uh, but they they definitely flirt with with punk. So this band is called Tiger Trap. I had never heard of him. This record's amazing. Came out in 1993. <laughs> I love uh, it. This is a an all girl outfit, all female outfit. 
punk outfit out of California that is comprised of three, I believe it's a trio, Rose Melberg and Angela Loy and Jen Braun. So it's a three. Nope. Sorry. It's a four piece. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter how many <laughs> members in the bank you, um, but yeah, there's this, uh, you know, I, I kind of put them in the same vein as like, um, uh, the breeders. Right. So think like, um, think Kim deal of the breeders, that kind of, that kind of style of, of, of punk. Right. So here you go. I'm going to play a song off of their self-titled record. Again, this band is called Tiger Trap, and the song is called Supreme Nothing. punk song no complaints right perfect no complaints dude i love it just a perfect little track you know so i think i just just by clicking around on the old spotify uh, i think i must have shazammed a track of theirs uh, on this movie that i watched the other day called but i'm a cheerleader i don't know if you've ever heard of it q to 1999 satirical teen romantic comedy starring natasha leone which you may oh, know I love her, her dude. yeah of she's uh, great. orange is the new black fame and a bunch of other stuff she's in a new she, show russian doll i think is something no, that she's russian on russian doll's fucking great but uh she's in an even newer uh, i think it was on peacock i just i watched yeah, she's in a thing. bunch of stuff yeah i got to i got to give it a shout out dude cuz it's a great show and i want you to watch it poker face poker face yeah mm-hmm. give it a watch dude okay. it's great mm-hmm. It's like a mystery, you know, she solves a mystery in every episode. That's all I got to know. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, so again, that band was called Tiger Trap. 
That song was called Supreme Nothing. And all right, Q, what are you gonna, where, where are you gonna take us from here? Okay, this is a true 180, which we haven't done in a while. Okay. Like a really good one, like a legit. Well, you know, I'll be the judge of that. This is Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Am I supposed to know who that is? No, I didn't. Did you find him on Lemmy? No, it was. Uh, he was interviewed on NPR um, recently, and uh, it just got me, dude. And we don't really listen to a lot of this kind of music on here. Where did it get you? He falls under like Americana, folk, Southern rock. I don't know if country is the right word. Mitchell, if you're listening, set me straight. Uh, he used to be in the Drive-By Truckers, which is another really mm-hmm. huge southern rock band that I never really got into. But yeah, man, really great songwriter. Uh, in the interview, he said something like, I, I really liked how he put this. You know, he likes to he likes to tell stories. And, you know, he, he always likes to, like, he makes up a character and then he'll, quote, like, spend the day with that person. Hmm. And then he'll write a song based on that day that he spent. Okay, something along those lines. It's a cool way to think about it. Because, you know, so then he'll put in a lot of really subtle details about this character that he's created in the song. Anyways, man, this is a fantastic song. Really, really good record. Just came out in June called Weather Veins. Again, this is Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. This song is called If You Insist.
We don't have to get to know each other better. Let it be just how it seems. I won't ask you for your number. Don't even need to know your name. I'm too tired to get excited. There's just the slightest twang cue. <laughs> just a, a whisper of twang. It had like all the yeah, it was like a it was like a watered down country song. I liked it. I actually liked oh, it. What's funny is I th- I think what that falls under is like Americana or folk. Like we yeah, just don't, we yeah. just don't know the subtle you know the subgenres right. of country. Yeah, we could sit here and talk about because we really don't listen to this stuff a lot. We could talk about melodic grandcore all day long, but we don't know <laughs> all the you know the, all the different subgenres of, of country music. So yeah, you're right. It, yeah, Americana. I think that's right. Um, and I liked it. Yeah, really I, you know, good song, man. I liked the lyrics. lyrics I, I, it is yeah, the easiest thing in the world for me to to make fun of country music lyrics because they're so predictable and cliche. Dude, it's pop. That's pop country, man. That's yes. what I'm learning. Yes, yes. It's, that's yeah. pop country. It's your barbecue. Yes, barbecue you know, stains your, on your, t-shirts. Your, yeah, it's, it's your pickup truck. Mini and, skirts. Yeah, dirt roads, shit. all that crap. Right. But yeah, this uh, this still had the hallmarks of like talking about family and talking about mama. You know, I yeah. think he's mentioned mama in there. Dude, the uh, there's one line got me, dude. She got so tired of putting out fires, she just laid down in the flames. Yeah, it hit you. We all been, we've all been there, you know. If you insist on being lonely, can you leave a couple smokes, dude? <laughs> I gotta give country another spin. I just can't. You gotta, you gotta dig. give. You yeah, gotta dig. it's the same. You know, if you if you if you turn on your radio and go to the the rock station, you're not gonna hear. You're probably not gonna hear good music, right? You gotta. Well, you gotta rock know stations where to are gonna play the classics, and I feel like the country stations are gonna. I guess it depends on the type. They they don't they don't have like niche country radio. You know, like they yeah. do like yeah. rock. There's right. alt rock radio. Sure. There's grungy '90s or classic rock radio. There's not, uh, maybe as far in as Seattle, know, dude, but not here in Dallas. Oh, okay. Well, as far as I know, I don't think there's different levels of country music. You go on the country station, it's going to be your top. It's going to be your top 100 country hits or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be the crap. And it's going to be garbage. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's possibly a whole new frontier for you, Q. So frontier, I like that, dude. Well done. See. <laughs> All right, man. I got to pass back to you because we got a rapid fire, dude. It's late in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to follow up your 180 with another 180. So I've been sitting on this one, Q. This was um, a song that I passed over on last month's Whatcha in place of another song. But I'm, I'm still listening to this this track. It's, it's, it's that good. So this is a, I would call it an IDM electronic song. Um, and this is a artist that goes by the name of Ramsey, R-A-M-Z-I, not Gordon Ramsey, the chef, but Ramsey with a Z-I. Uh, and on this particular track, he is collaborating with somebody that he, I say he, I'm not sure the gender. This artist is going, is collaborating with uh, another artist named Priori. So here we go. I'm going to play this track. It's off of a 2022 record called Hyphia. This song is called Foggy.
Thank you, Travis. I needed that. Needed it. I haven't listened to good stuff like that in a while. In that vein of electronic music. That was good shit, My bread and my butter, dude. I listen to this stuff all the time. Love it. So, you know, that's that's definitely hypnagogic, right? So it's very... Boards of Canada. You know, sounds sounds a lot like this this artist that, you know... it, It would be a shocker if they weren't influenced by by boards of Canada stuff. But yeah, I just, I love that kind of stuff, man. I've been a fan of it forever. And there's just, it just hits the right, the right notes for me, dude. Like it just tickles all the, all all the bones that need to be tickled. You know, I'm going to have to cue that up. Do it. The whole record's great. Uh, There's another record of, of this artist that I listened to called Kakan. Kokan. I don't know. Also really good. It's all good. But yeah, it's just one of those records you can put on and just kind of, you know, just kind of chill. That's the whole point of it. All right, Q. I feel like this this episode has been very laid back, you know. We're, we're, we're in a relaxed state right now. Uh, even even with the, the the punk songs we play, they're all very, very kind of laid back rock yeah, songs. I agree with that. And and my last track's going to kind of follow the same same formula here dude so anyway what do you got well we're just gonna keep trucking along in that vein dude because i got it's not gonna be idm uh but it's gonna be very laid back and chill so this is an artist named vu farka torre and (laughs) he uh is the second son of legendary malian guitarist ali farka torre He's one of the most. His father was one of the most internationally successful West African musicians of the '90s, um, and this guy definitely brings that style. You know, he keeps those roots, and he did a collaboration with Krongbin in 2022. This somehow stayed under my radar. I did not know collaboration about this. with Krongbin. With Krongbin, dude, you want to talk about a perfect pairing, man? It is. Here's what happened, dude. I saved this album a while ago, forgot about it. And, you know, scrolling through my, my albums on Spotify, it's like, eh, this is one I haven't listened to yet. I didn't really give it much attention, you know, when I was looking at it. So all I saw was Vo Farca Torre. So I pressed play. I didn't realize Krongbun was on it. But, like, for a good chunk of the first song, I mean, just the, the, the music pairs so well with Krongman. I didn't realize how all I thought was, man, this sounds just like Krongman. Yeah. They have a a sound for sure. Yeah. And I thought surely Krongman was influenced by this guy. And then, cause I thought as well, this album must've come out in like, I don't know, early nineties, early two thousands. And then I kept listening and I was like, this has to be Krongman. And then I finally looked at my screen and I saw that Krongman was listed in there as well. So anyways, it was a fun uh, discovery. And what a journey you went on. What a journey, dude. Uh, the album is called Ali, so it was named after his father. And we're going to play one of my favorites off the record. You got my ears perked, Q. Perked up. All right, this song is called Tongo Bara. Thank you. 
That's a tasty jam. Dude, no one does it like Krongman, man. And he, he is such an awesome guitar player, too. Like, his, right. his yeah. guitar work just paired so well with their music. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it says a lot about Krongman that, like, when you when you heard that, this can be nobody but Krongman. Like, there's <laughs> nobody else that can yeah. do this except I mean, for Krongman. Dude, like, Laura Lee's bass playing yeah, is perfect. almost yeah. unmistakable. So Same great. with yeah. Mark's guitar. She, she might go down. She probably already is, you know, considered one of the best bass players of all time. I but mean, she's, she's definitely just, in my top 10. She's, she's got awesome. the grooves. Their she's, grooves are so She's awesome. great. It, it, she's got like an iconic style. They all yes. think there's no one that looks like Krongman. There's yeah. just just such a coolness about those three yeah, people, Yeah, they're, they're, they're DJ, great. Dude, when I saw them... Uh, man, it was a long time ago. Now. You saw them live? Yeah, we've been through we've been through this again before, dude. We have <laughs> just as surprised and jealous. Yeah, Damn. I saw them come through Seattle. Uh, not too long after, um, what was it? Contoto El Mundo when that yeah, album yeah. came out. Man, that must dude, have been DJ. Great. It was amazing, dude. DJ the drummer, he gives you like this death stare, and it's one of those things where you know, like the in the in the haunted houses where you. You walk down the hallway and the the eyes follow you in the pictures and the paintings wherever you go. He just gives you a death stare. He doesn't change the way his his expression doesn't change. He doesn't move his face at all. He's just sitting there playing the whole time. Hmm. Not once did he make any sort of expression in his face. I don't know if that's just his thing. But anyways, wow, just something about them. And again, like this album. What I mean, what an awesome pairing, dude. Really cool. That they they did this collab, and that's another thing that may, that shows how versatile Krongbin is as well, and how yeah. like their sound how sought after they are, dude. So well, yeah, dude, yeah. Anyways, awesome, great album all the way through. Give it a spin for sure, and we gotta wrap it up, dude. What you got for your last pick? Okay, um, so I guess I have to I have to ask if you've seen. I know the answer is gonna be no. But have you have you in the, in the three days or five days four days since we've talked, have you watched season two of the Bear yet? No, no, dude. It's gonna be a while since before okay, we okay. get to that. So, this song is from an episode, and I was gonna play the scene from the episode, and I don't think don't it do spoils it. anything. Mm, don't do it, dude. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. No. Well, I'll still play the song. <laughs> So okay. you just won't. But anyway, this might make it even more special when the scene starts playing. But it's the it's you know this is one thing about the bear. So if you haven't watched the show, I highly recommend it. It's called the Bear. Uh, came out last year, I believe, and then season two came out just like a month or two ago. Perfect show, man. It's so great. Uh, season two picks up and, and takes it right where you kind of want it to go i think but anyway if you um, if, if you have worked at all in the restaurant industry give, give it a watch you'll yeah. like it but fair warning you could suffer from some ptsd yeah that's <laughs> what i've heard is that like it, it it's, portrays it it's so, so accurately real, dude. yeah yeah it's it's so real yeah so anyway uh i'm not going to give too much detail about the show but i am going to play the song here so uh this is a, a an artist or a group that i've never actually heard of had never really stumbled upon them ever like it that, that didn't ring a bell uh, but i shazammed it in pretty pretty quickly because it was such an interesting sound the, the song so this record came out in 1996 it is a band called the duretti column 
and they formed in 1978. So they've been around for a long time. I'm familiar with uh, Fidelity? Fidelity, yeah. Okay, well, all right. Well, you might know the song then. Well, they're all over the place, Um, even just on this album. Like yes, track yes, to totally. track, it's very different. Yeah. Okay, I don't okay. remember which song I've listened to, but right. yeah. Okay, so the, yeah, so Q, you're familiar with this band apparently, and this record, uh, but man, that's one thing about this show. They, the, the soundtrack is amazing. Like whoever's in charge of of picking songs, uh, is pretty damn good at, at pairing a song with a mood, a scene. And a lot of times it has kind of tie-ins to Chicago because the show's based in Chicago. Yeah, it's think, a love uh, to Chicago. Yeah, one hundred percent. Kind of like yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I was starting to pick up on a, a lot of the musicians that they play are from Chicago. There's a lot of Wilco in the show. They're from Chicago. Duretti Column is from Manchester, England. But anyway, um, so there you go. If you've if you're familiar with the season, like if you've watched season two, you, you'll probably remember the scene. I'm not going to describe it because I don't want to spoil anything for Q. But here we go. This song is called "Future Perfect." Thank you. 
Yeah, man, that's the song I'm familiar with. And I love it, dude. What a great song. Great track. The scene that this plays with is just perfect, dude. Perfect. So, awesome. You, you yeah, gotta, that, you gotta that catch makes up. me curious. I, I would love to hear that in a great. scene and see perfect. what they do with it. Perfect, dude. Anyway, great show. One of my favorites, um, for sure, of the last decade. Uh, so, yeah, go watch The Bear if you haven't already. One of my favorite shows. Um, and there's another another episode, dude. You, you remember on the season one, that episode that was kind of like a one-shot episode? It was like mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. less than 20 minutes long. There's another kind of infamous episode, I should say, for reasons I won't get into, but... Awesome. You'll know which one I'm talking about. All right. So, well, I mean, that's it, Q. That's that, it. That is it for this episode. I that actually have August. an outro track for us that I'll tee up here in a second. But, um, yeah, man, I feel like this was a, a very, this was no filler on on, uh, on, on Quaaludes. I don't know. on um, <laughs> What's a Quaalude? I've heard that. It's not like a. I think that's the date rape drug. What? No, nah, I don't know. I'm it's, a, it's a it's a sedative. Sedative. It, it, yeah. Hyp, a hypnotic sedative. There you go. Very laid back, chill episode. So maybe I'll have to bring some metal next month to get us back. You know, get the tempo back up a little bit. But I've anyway. got something that I said on that that I could bring next next month to to really bring out the jams. I sat on a bunch of stuff. So anyway, we'll see if I'm still spinning these tunes or if I got another batch. But I've got a really interesting outro track for us, Q. I do not want to spoil it for you. I want to just hit play and get your fresh reaction. All right. Um, so no one on the episode is going to know who it is? I'll say who the, I'll say who the artist is because that's not what, what the surprise is. It's the song itself. Uh, but anyway, go follow us on Instagram. For, for for no other reason uh, than to maybe connect with us, you know, send us a message, tell us what you've been listening to. Um, for all I know, we've been getting tons of messages. I don't go on there anymore. Neither <laughs> do. But I'm pretty sure I would <laughs> I get don't an, I would get an email if somebody, you know, what do you want from me? You know, um, <laughs> it doesn't matter as long as you and I are talking once a month. That's, that's right. all that matters. That's right. That's what this is about, brother. Yes. Sharing tunes with the world. Exactly. So, um, yeah, no filler. Just search for, or Instagram search, search for no filler. You'll find us. Uh, Also, we are part of the Pantheon, the Pantheon podcast network. Uh, Go subscribe to the main feed if you want our show and every other show that gets released. Lots of great music-related podcasts. It's the Music Podcast Network. Uh, and, then, yeah, that's that's going to do it for us this month. We'll come at you again next month with another mixtape for you. And, all right, so this outro track cue. Um, I'll, I'll say the two artists. So it's a collaboration between an artist named Jordana, who I've actually, I've, I've actually brought one of her songs, she, she did a, a collaboration with this pop indie pop group called TV girl. So not the first time she's appeared on this show, uh, but she released a, a song. I'll just say that <laughs> with another guy named Aaron Teos. And 
I think you're going to know if you're a fan of, let's just say this. If you're, if you're listening to indie music in the early 2000s, it won't take you long to know what this song is. So, uh, yeah, we're going to outro out so with that. So it's a cover. Perhaps. Hey, we'll find out here in a second. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. So, Q, avert your eyes when I share my screen. I don't want you to get spoiled. I'll just minus zoom. Yeah, there you go. All right, Q. Well, that's going to do it for us. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. We'll see you guys next month. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste your time. I just want to say I've got to say It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.